What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fantastic Duo Show. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. If you are with us, here, but I'm show you my own personal that I am here with the one and only Steve. What's up, Steve? What's up, guys? What's up? Welcome to the Fantastic Duo Show with uh, me and Alex here. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on our first live ever uh, episode here on Twitch. So we're very excited about that. And of course, we could not do this without having a really awesome guest on here for our first for our first live show. So uh, you guys all know him and love him. One of my favorite Rangers as well, too. We've got Mr. Wes from from Power Rangers Time Force, my good friend Jason Font. What's up? Oh, look, there I love is, how he's yeah. got Jason Font. He's got the Red Ranger screen in the, the background. background. Just do it all right there, guys. Thank you for <laughs> having me on. That is exciting. legit. What's up, brother? How you been? He's taking over. I've been over. good. Yeah. I've been good. Yeah, you know, I put that up on my screensaver with Zoom, and then I forgot it was there, and then I realized <laughs> every time I have a Zoom, it has to do it West. So it's there it is. Brilliant, man! It's brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I think before we get into all of it, I think it's just important to just take a couple of seconds, right, Alex? I think we need to take a couple of seconds and just address you know all that stuff that's going on you know with all the protesting and everything like that you know i'm not a big political person so i don't want to get too much into it or anything like that you guys can feel like to add anything if you want but you know when it comes to you know the protesting and stuff you know against all the brutality which is um obviously disproportionately uh, aimed at black and brown people man it, um, it's awful for sure and um you know, we just, you know, we support you, but we just will hope everybody stays safe out there, you know, because it's crazy, you know. And, I, you know, I mean, I really don't see a solution, you know. I mean, I, I realize we have to, you guys are doing what you have to do and and everything like that, you know, um, because it's been so deep-seated in our culture for so long, you know, like it's finally like everybody's fed up. And I wish I had an answer, you know. So all I can say is, hey, listen, we support you, but I hope you guys stay safe. So. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say to that or, or add to it or, you know, anything, but uh, that's my thought on it. Yeah. Jason, go ahead, man. If you have anything to add, you know, I, I think, uh, I think the key to this kind of stuff, guys, is communication. People have to have a voice. Everyone has to talk. Um, a lot of times you find it when you communicate, you're going to see similarities in people you may not have realized. Uh, and you're going to see a lot of likeness and understanding. So communication is big. Everybody needs to communicate and everybody needs to listen. Uh, because everybody has a voice and hopefully peace, love, unity, and we'll get through this. That's what we're hoping for. I agree. You know, listen, I came to this country. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, I lived in Jersey all my life until I went and became a Marine. And as a Marine, you don't know uh, color or anything like that. You know, you just you just fight as one. Um, and luckily, I grew up in a time where, you know, everybody was just chill. So it's, it's very hard. And I hope that um, sooner than later, all of this just kind of passes on and, and, and we understand that we, yes, we need love and we need to respect each other. That's like the number one thing, you know? Cool. Appreciate you yeah. guys on that, man. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I like to bring it back to our Twitch, you know, on our show. Um, you know, we like to keep it fun. We talk about all kinds of things, pop culture and, and, you know, um, just all of that nerdy geeky stuff, you know, which is why it's perfect for Twitch. Um, and so I like to keep it in that thread, and uh, all that being said, man, Font. So Font has been my friend. I met Font. Um, when did I meet you? Was must have been like what 2014, maybe something like that. That was probably the first time I ever met you. Yeah, it's been a good at least five years, five six years. Yeah, it's been probably close to like six years. We I did a comic con in Lexington, Kentucky, and you know um, when we started doing these conventions, I started meeting all of the different rangers from different seasons that I never worked with or had the chance to work um, on, on screen with, you know? Um, but there was that fraternity. There was that, there was that union, uh, so to speak, you know, like there's, you know, this group that like we're rangers, you know what I mean? So like, we're all part of this like circle that, you know, is very small in the grand scheme of everything. So, um, you know, automatically this was my boy right away. You know what I mean? Like we hit it off right away. Um, just because we had the ranger thing in common first. And then he's just a good dude, you know, as you'll find out as we talk to him today. So, um, what was it? it was Lexington, right? Lexington Comic Con. I think that was the first time I met you. Yeah, maybe Lexington, maybe Tampa. For some reason, Tampa comes to mind. I think it was Lexington because okay. that was the first time that I met Aaron, Aaron Cahill as well. 
Okay. She was there, and uh, Allison McKinnis was there at that sh- at that show as well. JDF yeah. was there, um, a couple other people, and we, you know, I remember us all hanging out. So that yeah. was definitely the first time. Okay, that sounds about right. Lex, yeah, that, what a great <laughs> show that is because that's when I think we all kind of meet for the first time, and then we all go out and we go to dinner together. Mm-hmm. And then um, hijinks ensue, and now Steve and I are very close. <laughs> indeed, indeed, man. Cool. Uh, so, uh, Alex, uh, what, what uh, do you have any uh, little things that you wanted to, uh, to to talk about first? I know Jason Font has, you know, some some different stuff going on right now. I thought maybe you could uh, touch on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So, Jason, let's uh, really quickly, man. I like to touch. Um on how how did you get really quickly involved with uh with time force was that something that you were always wanting to do um you know was your acting career like taking off at that moment and and you saw that this is something you you got to jump on you know at the time i was uh i was kind of getting into the soap opera world um i had gotten oh, uh, i didn't know that I, yeah i'd gotten uh, on the soap opera passions um i'd gotten down to like the final handful of guys for this three year contract role Jesse Metcalf ended up getting it and he's, he's done pretty well for himself. Um, and then they gave me this other role for the role of Carson, who was an ancillary character on the show. And then I started to read for Port Charles, which was another big soap opera, went down to the final calls for this three-year contract role, didn't get it. And then I got the role of Kane, which was someone who came on the show briefly as, as kind of a guest star. So um, the soaps were kind of the way it was going. Power Rangers, as I tell people, was just an audition that went well. Um, I read for Galaxy, um, I read for Lightspeed, and then the third year, it just, the the auditions come up again, I went up there, and then finally, my character and my personality kind of aligned, and I, I finally booked it, but yeah, I was in the soap opera world for a bit. Wow, that's incredible, the soap opera world, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's intense, you know, like, I, yeah. I, I did a little bit of acting back in my day, like, on, on stage, but soap operas is something else, man, so, um, yeah. now, now, you know, years Years pass, uh, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, I just finished watching Time Force, um, and I'll tell you why. Is because I was in the Marine Corps. I left, so um, mm-hmm. you know that's that's uh, I'm aging myself there a little bit. But you know, <laughs> I, I missed the whole Time Force uh, era of Power Rangers, so I just rewatched it. Uh, you did great. You played two characters, um, you know, which is what we talk about all the time, which is pretty funny. And mm-hmm. um, so now you you. What happened after you left the show? Can you fill us in on what you've been doing? You know, I, I know one of the big things right now is Legend of the White Dragon, which we'll get into, but fill in a little bit of the gap in between that. You know, I think when uh, the show ended, 9-11 happened towards the end. Um, there was a writer's strike. And to be totally honest, I, I had fell on some hard times. I thought that maybe there'd just be this upward trajectory, but life has a way of throwing you curveballs. And I was, uh, I was not an exception to that rule. So... Um, it took some adjustment, um, and I had to kind of retool myself, kind of rebrand myself, um, continue to audition, continue to stay involved. But, um, but yeah, it, it, there was some rough years going after that. And then finally, um, to be honest with you, the Comic-Con world is what kind of kicked me back on my feet. Um, I, I was kind of out of the circuit a bit, still doing little bits and pieces here and there. And, and someone said, you got to come do this Comic-Con for, um, this thing called Morphicon in Pasadena. I go, nah. I go, there's been, you know, 10 Red Rangers since I left. I know the original guys are all popular. Why would anyone want me to be there? And they said, trust me, Time Force has really created this niche. So I went thinking I was going to be the guy in college that was going back to the high school prom. <laughs> and um, turns out it was really successful. It, it got me back into that world, helped build up my brand. And now my... Uh, acting side is, is really kicked back into gear. Yeah, that that's the same thing for me too. You know, like uh, after I left Power Rangers, man, I didn't have anything to do with Power Rangers or anything like that for like 10 years. And then in like 2007, they had approached me to do be part of Power Morphicon. And then that was the first time that I had seen, you know, in person and up close, you know, how much the fans still loved us and how much they supported us. People came from all over the world to that, to that, to that, convention you know and i remember walking into the hotel lobby and when i did like everybody just stood up and like cheered and i was like whoa god this is so (laughs) weird you know what i mean like it was very cool you know and that was the very first morphicon it was it was you know probably that very that was the first one the very first one it was at a it was done inside a hotel in a big hotel ballroom in downtown la and um 
man, but I think probably for that one, it was a small, there was probably only about a thousand people that showed up. But for me, I didn't know what comic cons were like or what they could be like, you know? So I mean, that's, man, I thought man, there's thousands of people here. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, they were all there for us and they had flown in from England and Australia and all around the world to come and meet us, you know? So I thought that was really cool. And that just showed a testament, you know, to, you know, the, the impact I think that, you know, that our show had on people, you know, not necessarily yeah. myself or Jason per se, but the show itself, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, also actually, let me just say real briefly, you know, we've got people that have, uh, that yeah. are following us here on the Twitch. They've been jumping in and saying hello to us and stuff like that. So I just briefly want to say hello to everybody. Thank you guys for, uh, joining in on the conversation. If we see anything, uh, on here that we want to touch on, we'll definitely jump in and, and, uh, but definitely people are showing a lot of love to Jason font, um, and top, uh, you know, a lot of love to everybody here. So we're very excited about that and we appreciate the support so that's far. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it's awesome. going really good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude, that's great, Jay. Um, yeah, like I, like I said with myself, you know, I, I didn't have anything to do with power just for a long time. And then the cons started coming up and then social media started happening around that same time as well too. People, more and more people were getting on Facebook, you know, all the different other ones and Instagram came along and now there was like a way, so to speak, you know, for fans to communicate with us and for us to communicate with them because for a long time there was a big disconnect, right? Yep. Like, you know, yep. with like, you know, all of our fans were little kids. If we ever did meet any of them, they probably hid behind their mom and wouldn't say anything to us. They were too shy, you know, but now yep. they're all grown up. They've, they've got a voice and, you know, they like to come and talk to us and we love to meet them. So um, I don't know if, they, if that's the same. It's been the same experience for you. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it, it has. And it, it's, you know, as I see different celebrities at these shows, there's a really unique bond that somehow we've all created with our fan base of Power Rangers. It's like, it's unique. It's not like other franchises. It's been 26 years. Kids have become dads, um, you know, and, and now they're watching with their kids. But it's the kind of thing that they can watch with their kids. The current episodes and then go back and go, look at, this is Rocky DeSanto. This is my, from my season. Right. And it's creating a bonding experience. And it's, it's just a very interesting dynamic that we have with our fans that I don't know. It's just a very, maybe Star Trek, but other than that, we're very accessible. And we've been very good with that. And it's, it's been great. It's been great for everybody. Yeah, it really has. Um, you know, I've always, I've always really appreciated that, you know, cause at first I didn't really get it or understand, you know, why would somebody be like such a fan of something? You know, when I was a kid, like I was a fan of He-Man, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to go to a He-Man convention. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't carry over for me the same way. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, to see that level of commitment and dedication from our fans has just been humbling and overwhelming to me. So yeah. uh, I, I enjoy it. Um, man, and I think a lot of our fans, they, they've really created their own special bonds within their fandom and they go and it's like a big reunion. They get to see their friends. People are meeting from all over the world. I mean, people start dating from these things. It's, it's a very unique, um, amazing experience. These, uh, these comic cons, that's for sure. It's a big yeah, community. That's true. Right. It's yeah. like, I mean, as a, as a person who goes to them, I mean, like that's what you see. And you know, we, uh, Steve and I spoke about this in the last podcast and we uh, kind of came to the conclusion that it's a great place where people don't seem to get, uh, judged right their characters come out that who they are and it's and they can live through the through the comic cons um and their characters that they love so much without ever being looked at any differently because everybody right there's no judgment at comic con yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. you can be as freak as you want to be and people <laughs> are, respect respect you know yeah. uh, it's cool, you know, whereas if like you dressed up like that and went to, you know, 7-Eleven or, or, or Target, you know, well, maybe not Target, but someplace <laughs> like that, you know, you may, you might be looked at kind of weird in, in the rest of regular society. So, um, you know, it's definitely a place where people of all different types of, you know, um, geekdom are, are welcome. And, you know, I've always found that very cool and very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Jason, really quickly, man. Um so you've been doing all these cons and you, and you get introduced back into the world of, of, of Power Rangers. Um, bring me up to speed. How'd you get, did they call you to get into the uh, Super Ninja Steel episode where they brought oh, you, yeah, you yeah. when they brought you and uh, Steve back? How did that um, all occur between you guys? Uh, you guys can take the story over here because a lot of us probably want to listen to this. Go ahead, Jay. Tell us how, how it happened for you. Well, for me, it, it, it appeared to me that they, they had sent out kind of a mass email, is from what I understand, 
um, to find out who was even available because they, they it was kind of announced pretty quickly. Uh, and it sounds to me they found out who's available. And then once they found out who to pick from, they kind of started it up to determine, okay, you know, we want to get different ethnicities, different genders in there, you know, find out who's representing the brand well and still involved. So I think that's kind of how it worked out. Um, I was lucky to be on the short list I, I, because I've, I've had a continued a good relationship, um, bef- you know, with, 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 with Chip the Lynn, producers, the, yeah. yeah, with the producers. So um, that was always kind of nice. And Time Force has always been popular. So, uh, but then we got the call. And for me, with Power Rangers, you know, if, if they invite me back, I'm always the first to raise my hand and go because I just enjoy the experience. So, of course, same way, you know, like I even told them when they asked me, you know, who might be willing to come and be part of the show, we got emails from the producers and I was like, I'll do it for free. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about the money about it. You know what I mean? I just want to be able to give back to the fans. I've been doing these cons for such a long time now. All the fans are asking when I'm going to come back. So many other people have had the opportunity to come back. And I was like, as soon as I get the opportunity, believe me, I'll do it. And if I got to do it for free, I'll do it. You know, like, I mean, they did pay me, but I'm just saying I would have done it for free and still, yeah. would, you know, so anytime they'll ask me back, I'll, I'll gladly go back. That's awesome, man. That's really good to hear. Like, I mean, so the fraternity is real, like, you know, um, you guys look like that you're never going to be out of the limelight. And then I also spoke to Steve about this, the boom comics reintroducing everyone. You have, don't you have a story coming out on, on the boom comic series soon? Yeah, it's been it's it's a weird year because because next year is the the 20th anniversary of Time Force. Um, the action figure right there just got re-released on uh, Hasbro. On Hasbro? Shelves, June, yeah, Hasbro June 1st. Oh, nice. Then, okay, cool. Yeah, that just came out June 1st, and then which is already sold out on Amazon and Target. But hopefully they'll they'll re. I don't know if they continue to make them, Steve, because yours got released, Steve, when? How long ago was yours? Well, we got a bunch of different ones. This one actually is the Lightning Collection that just came out from Hasbro, the one with my head on it and everything like that. Um, This one is fairly new. This one's only been out for a couple months. Uh, By the way, this one we're holding up right here is one that we're going to give away on a prize this week that uh, our main man, Alexis Cardoza, is going to pick out for, uh, pick one of our our Twitch followers or or one of our Spotify followers, Uh, whoever, we're going to definitely, and then we'll make an announcement with that person next week as well, Um, you know, letting that person know who won and then we'll get it out to them. So um, make sure you guys are following us because this is only for people that are following us on Patreon or Twitch, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with the toys coming out, like this one is fairly new, but they're always coming up with different ones. So you've got one that's coming out in June. It's going to be the Time Force one. It just came out last week. Oh, it just came out. Yeah, unfortunately, we had some things going on in the world. So the the, the West Collins reveal didn't didn't get the attention. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it came back on shelves. And I guess my question to you, Steve, is do they continue to make your figure? Are they going to push it out and be done? How do they do that with yours? I have no idea. I mean, like, you know, because I was two di- on two different seasons with two different like sets of, of, of uniforms and Zords and all that stuff like that. I, I imagine they're going to keep making it, you know, like with legacy, I think the legacy ones that Bandai did, like they took it like as far as they could go with my characters, but now Hasbro's reintroducing all of it again. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. keep recycling it as much as possible. Let's get yeah. some cool shit out there. You know, I'm fine with it. Yeah, well, absolutely. But yeah. but they they're not going to just make yours now and then stop making them, right? They, I mean, they, I guess yes. they can still buy yours right that, now. Right? That that I'm not sure. I mean, I I don't I don't it doesn't seem like they're doing like a limited run of things, but I would imagine that, you know, after demand kind of goes down for it, I don't think they'll make them anymore, you know. Gotcha. But but uh, it's not like it's not like any of these are a limited run. They're doing, hey, we're only making fifty thousand of these, or we're only making a hundred thousand of them, or something like that. That I'm not really sure about, Jay. Honestly, okay. I don't know. But okay. they'd have to make two characters for you, right? <laughs> yes, right. The good thing is, all they have to do is make another head. They can just they can just pop the other one right on there. <laughs> I know, right? They'll have to put two one one for Wes and one for Alex. Uh, actually, Alex and I were talking about that. Um, the other, we, your name came up in one of our other podcasts because um, we were talking about how you got to be two characters, and because it was a union show, you got paid twice. <laughs> which I always thought was like <laughs> bastard. You got paid two times. Two times. Yeah. Somehow when you come on set is a different uh, character. It's you, you get, you get paid for that guy. So I, I didn't understand that. I didn't argue it. They just said, uh, 
They just I wouldn't yeah, either. Paid, and I'm like, oh, I go, yes, that's getting paid twice as much as all my castmates. I'm not going to make an <laughs> argument about that whatsoever. <laughs> so it, it worked out. It worked out well. And uh, I wish they would have flushed, flushed Alex's store out a little bit more because there was a lot, lot to be done there. But it's Power Rangers. So sometimes not every story gets told. You know, yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can pack into 22 minutes, you know, so yep. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Wow, yeah, that's, but, that's... but back then, back then we were all filming in L.A. at the time. Um, so even though I had never met Font or anything like that, we were all filming in L.A. And then I think right after that, they moved the whole entire show to New Zealand. So for us to go back to that reunion episode, we went back to New, we went to New Zealand. Was that your first time in, in New Zealand? You know, I went back for the Megaforce reunion. Oh, that's right. That's earlier. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, so, but, but that was they, my first they time. Took, they took a... Uh... Wow. I, the experience of Ninja Steel was much, much better um, just because we were there a long time. They took more time with that script. And of course, the people that went to Ninja Steel, with all due respect to, to you know, the first one, I knew everybody more. I knew you better. We were friends. JDF right. and I were friends. Cat Cat had become very close to me. You know, Ciara I've known. So it's like I kind of felt closer to you guys right. on that second one. Whereas so, before, we were, it was just a bunch of, bunch of extras got slapped together. <laughs> Yeah, but we were hanging out for two or three weeks every morning, having breakfast together, and so it was, it was nice, you know. Yeah, you know the only thing about that, and I think um, you know we're gonna have Austin on here, guys, Austin St. John on Thursday, so make sure you guys tune in for that. But um, they were actually letting Austin talk about the fact that he's gonna be on one of these reunion episodes. But for us, we had to keep it a secret, right? Yeah. Remember that they wouldn't even yep. let us announce it, like when we were doing all these conventions and all of these appearances everywhere. We had to keep our mouth closed about it and for a year and a half almost, right? It was like a year and a that half. That was hard before. too. It was really hard, you know what I mean? Like we couldn't post anything on social media when we were out there filming. Like I'd always have to geotag I was somewhere else, you know? I took a picture of the beach in New Zealand. I'm like Malibu, California, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, that was a kind of a pain in the tits for sure. But um, I don't know what else. Um, yeah, but they wouldn't let us talk about it at all. And I, th I was frustrated by that. Because I felt like they missed an opportunity there, in a sense. Would you agree? Like, yeah. because if we would have been all around the country and all around the world for a year and a half promoting that we're going to be doing this reunion episode, you know, I think we would have had a lot more, you know, response yeah. to it. You know, a lot it more. Would have it. It, would have it would have geared it up nicely. It would have geared it up for sure. Because there would have been yeah. all the forums talking about it for the longest time and speculating and all that cool stuff. You know, I mean, just created a buzz around it that would have like added more to it. So I think they did it right with letting people know that Austin's going to be back for the uh, Beast Morphers uh, thing. We don't know when it's happening. It's probably going to be in the fall before it comes out. But um, I think that that people are talking about it a lot more as a as a yeah. reason. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. So you guys, you guys now are working on another huge project, right? Um, Jason, you got something going on here. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, months, uh, I don't know, maybe forever, uh, with the way things yeah. goes with Power Rangers, <laughs> they last forever. And of course, I'm yeah. talking about the legend of the White Dragon. Uh, bring us into this world. W what's going on here? Uh, this is kind of like taking the world by storm. You guys destroyed your uh, the amount that Go you guys, fund me. Yeah, the they were looking. They were doing. You yeah, guys were doing Go fund me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys oh, Kickstarter. Yeah. You guys destroyed your Kickstarter. So bring us into now. We're 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 good. We love uh, Time Force. We love that you're getting all this love with the figure, and you're getting your your own story on Boom Comics, from what I saw. Um, by the yep. way, where, where the hell is your your movie, your Time Force movie? That that should have been out as well, <laughs> right? You guys deserve that. I I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> yeah, you know, the good of course, thing, wait, of course yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm my own biggest fan. Steve knows that. Right. Yeah. See, <laughs> let, me get paid, let me get paid twice now on the Time Force movie. I get paid two characters. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The, 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 well, Boom Comics comes out with the Time Force sequel in October. So that's supposed to continue the Time Force journey, um, you know, post when our season ended. So I'm excited to see that, see what happens. But that'll be big in October. Um, and Legend of the White Dragon, it, you know, it, it's, um, you know, I'm only there as an actor, you know, J, J, Jason David Frank partnered with Bat and Son, and they started to create this concept about a, it's not Power Rangers, but it's, it's a group of, uh, of people who had, who, who had powers that lost them, the world is decimated, and they're trying to find the, the White Dragon to, to, to get together to create these powers as a group to fight evil, which has taken over. Right. Um, and we, they created the concept not knowing, uh, I don't even know, to be totally honest, 
um, not knowing what kind of response it would get on Kickstarter. The, the goal, you know, we set a goal at a hundred grand and it got 509,000. Um, Fantastic. So huge. Yeah. So, so now we know that instead of one episode, they're going to make a, a, you know, now we're going to go for a film. So, but they didn't know what kind of funding we would have going in. So that's changing the dynamic of the script and what we can do. <laughs> so all that's getting done right now. So I have not even seen the final, final, final right, script. Right. Right. Wow. Well, yeah, I'd be, I'd definitely be interested to see what that's about. Um, and hopefully, you know, with all the funding now, maybe they'll, they'll think about bringing some of us back, especially if they make it into a movie or a longer feature feature length, bring some of us back for cameos, holler at your boy, uh, yeah. <laughs> add Steve to the L O L O T W D or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag add Steve. We're gonna put that. That's the new. That's the new trend right there. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about the possibility of that as well too, because uh, I just love working with my Ranger family, and um, you know this seems like an awesome project. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but either way, whether I'm in it or not, you've got my full support <laughs> with it. I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, Jason, Jason Frank uh, is obviously one of our very good close friends and, uh, anything that he does, we always, always stand behind it and support it. So that's very yep. cool. Um, you know, I think we forgot to mention, we kind of breezed over that font and I did a movie together, actually, that wasn't Power Ranger related at all. Remember that, bud? That's <laughs> yes, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bring so it that up. Was, what was this all about? Yeah. So, okay. So there's a movie that we did called Beast of the Water. And um, again, this all happened through Comic-Con. I was I was at Comic-Con one time, um, somewhere in upstate New York, I think. And this guy comes up to me and he was one of the one of the uh, um, people that was on the show called Face Off. You guys remember the, the TV oh, show Face wow. Off, which was that creature creator show where they, they there was eight people that would compete and one person got eliminated every week till they found the winner. So this guy did all of these like creature creations, you know, makeup special effects and, you know, practical, practical effects and stuff. Um, so this guy was amazing. And um, he came up to me. This was like, you know, a couple, three years three or four years ago he came up to me he's like he's like hey what's up man nice to meet you you know i'm like oh hey cool nice to meet you we were on the, on the show as guests together he was signing autographs for his show i was signing autographs for power rangers and uh we got to talking and he was like yeah we've got this movie that we're going to be doing and i'm doing all the uh creature effects for it and stuff like that and man it would be great if we could have you involved with it and i was like yeah whatever sounds good you know what i mean i was like i didn't think much of it because i'd never met the guy before i didn't know how for real he was or anything like that um so i didn't think anything of it you know and then like probably like a year later or, or maybe even a year and a half later the guy calls me up and he's like hey man what's up you remember me from from you know from from the comic con we did face off he's like we're ready to start filming this movie now we're gonna be filming the whole thing in nashville and uh i was like wow okay great <laughs> i'm ready so they sent me a script and they told me all about it um and at the time it was called something else it was called inuate um, yeah which is like a um like a native american word for like some kind of like a a, a spirit um and that's kind of what this creature was like so this whole movie um i don't know what do you kind of liken it to P font predator maybe um like yeah, if you it's kind watch of an the avatar movie. it's kind of like an avatar and a predator yeah because it's you know we go into that their their lands and, and this beast is protecting these sacred lands from from uh when these you know these indians have been slaughtered years ago it, it, it's protecting everyone new that comes in right. but remember they're trying to find the uh the fountain of youth so yeah i think yeah. that was their main goal like there's like a, a big corporation that was like that had this lead on they think maybe they were going to discover like some kind of a fountain of youth so they send these you know, these scientists out, the researchers out to go find it and go explore and see if this is actually a thing. And accompanying them were these corporate military, like umbrella corporation type douchebags that were having to like follow them around, you know, to keep them protected out there. And uh, lo and behold, we're all become the hunted, you know, um, because of this guy, this beast, um, you know, but Font's character, you, we didn't, we weren't actually on screen together because you were, your your part of the movie was in the beginning when it was showing like the period piece back in like the 1700s or something like that, right? Right. Yeah. My, talking my about piece the, the settlers. Yeah, the, the the settlers came in and and were killing off the Indians, and my character was the main settler leader. That once he killed the Indi once he killed the main ah, what's the name of the main the main old the elder state chief? Indian. Yeah, the chief. main chief or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what basically created the spirit that then protected that land so we all got killed from that point on yeah, yeah. 
So it's it, it it was fun to work on, and it was cool to like to 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 be uh, working closely with uh, with 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 Jason on that as well too. Because I remember I had said to the guys, I said, "Hey, I've got like another Power Ranger friend. Like, if you want to bring him in, they were like, "Yes, bring him in." So they automatically like Jason Font just got in by because I was like, "Yo, bring my boy," <laughs> you know. So that was really cool. Like they wanted him right away when they found out I I, I you know he might could possibly be part of it. And, um, you know, also to our, our good friend, Gigi Edgley was part of the part of it as well, too. Our other good friend, Santiago Cirillo, who was um, Julio on The Walking Dead. He was in the in the movie as well, too. And Julio! yeah, <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of it was a lot of fun working on that because, you know, before I had mainly just done Power Rangers. So I've always done this goody two shoe type character <laughs> and never got to do anything that was like so you know, dark, you know, and, uh, you know, like you, you see me and I'm cursing and I'm smoking and I'm carrying a big machine gun and, you know, like just that is like the meat of, you know, of, of acting for me. Right. Is that same for you font where you get known for like one type of thing and then all of a sudden you're, you know, you get to do something completely different and, you know, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's fun to, to be able to explore different things. Cause with power Rangers, you're the hero, you're the good guy. So, You've got to keep in that superhero box. Um, you know, if you're too silly, it doesn't work. If you're too mean, it doesn't work. So there's that little box that you got to you got to play within. Mm-hmm. But when you're, you get to play different characters, like Steve and I got to, you, you, anything goes. If you feel like spitting on the ground during a take, or you feel like grabbing somebody by the face, I mean, anything goes when you're when you're a bad guy or a tough yeah. guy. Like that. So that makes they, it fun because you can do whatever you want, and it's kind of within the rules of the game. Yeah, they definitely let us do a lot of ad-libbing, you know, for our character. And a lot of that stuff stayed in the movie. So if you guys are ever bored, like, for example, if you're in lockdown or in quarantine ever, (laughs) and you've got nothing else to do and you don't mind spending three bucks, go on Amazon.com and look for Beast of the Water. And uh, by the way, let me stress, it's like if you have an hour and a half that you don't mind ever getting back. Oh, God. It's pretty cheesy. But, you know, if you want to see a low-budget film with Jason Font and I in it, by all means, please come check it. Come check it out. Yep. Uh, you know, if you got nothing else to do, watch Beast of the Water. Uh, it's it was a lot of fun to work on, and yep. <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun for you guys to be able to see it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing about it so hard. It's, <laughs> it's probably it's probably something that you're replaying in your head right now. And this is oh, there's probably like, lots of yeah. memories like that. Yeah. You know, one thing that was really cool about about it though was the the practical effects that were in it the creature that this guy came up with okay um you know rashad santiago that was the director um this creature he created was is very very cool looking and looks very realistic and um the it's so big the suit is so big the guy inside the suit oh that's right he was like seven foot seven right font the guy inside the suit seven foot seven he's huge man um <laughs> he was a massive massive guy and when he put the whole apparatus on and all that he was almost nine feet tall this this, wow. this creature so standing up against that i mean we had big names in there like we had ec3 from 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 wwe, uh, from WWE. he was in the movie and also tyrus tyrus oh, wow. smash he was in the movie as well too and these are big yeah. dudes like i don't yeah. know if you were you probably weren't there for when when they were filming right you missed that part of it. Well, anyway, I mean, these guys are big guys. I mean, they're like, you know, six foot seven of themselves. But when they stood next to this creature, they look like nothing, you know. So uh, that was pretty uh, that was a pretty cool um, part of it as well, too, just to see that dynamic. That's awesome, man. Um, so, yeah. really, <laughs> I want to take a, a really quick pause here uh, as, as we continue to talk to Jason and Steve continues to mm-hmm. reminisce about big giant men in suits, um, you know, <laughs> Um, I'd like to uh, thank absolutely everyone right now that's in the chat room hanging out with us. If you're listening to the podcast later on, when we mention chat rooms, because we do go live mm-hmm. on Twitch, and uh, this is a great way for us to interact and read what what you guys, the fans, are are putting out. And uh, and and definitely, if you have any questions, put them up there. Hopefully, we can get to them. Um, if you guys want to watch the replay of 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 this of the video or, or happen to miss um, the stream. We do have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com. Fantastic duo. Uh, and, you know, you can go on there for four bucks. Not only do you get the show, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you're going to get um, ads on here live, but you won't get ads on the show there. Okay? Right. So if that's you want to see it ad free, you can see yeah, it ad free on, on there. On there. 
Um, being either on Twitch or on Patreon, by the way, also qualifies you for the prizes that we give away yes. weekly. Like I said, we're doing the uh, lightning sign, lightning uh, autograph uh, figure. Uh, we're giving away. Also, we're going to um, coerce font into giving away some autograph stuff for us that we'll give away to a winner in a couple weeks as well, too. So we'll get him to sign some cool stuff uh, for you guys as well that Absolutely. we'll give away on I'd a prize to. next week or the week after that. Um, so excited about that. Um, and you know, like I said, it, 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 you know, if you don't want to, you know, spend money to see the video version of it, then of course, everything is free on, on Spotify Apple or Podcasts Apple or wherever podcast, you get them, yeah. wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to us for free. Just type in fantastic duo show. You can hear the whole thing for free. Um, but visually you got to see it cause it looks so cool with all, you know, all of our background and graphics and all, and with all the guests that we have on, you kind of want to catch up with them and stuff. So, uh, and plus with Twitch, you can also be part of the conversation as well so uh we're excited about all of that but either way there's tons of ways that you can you know support us if you want and we appreciate any yeah. w- any means that you and guys if, support and us if you sure. and and uh when steve mentioned before uh that you'll be able to be part of the pool of uh of giveaways um once this channel uh gets opened up for subscriptions once you guys subscribe to the channel because i know it's like four dollars or 4.99 to subscribe to the channel you're automatically going to be be put in that same pool as the uh, Patreons. And if you're only a Patreon and you already paid the $4 there, you're automatically given a sub here. So um, it works in your favor. We're, we're here to do what we can for you as you help us out. And we obviously we're progressing. I mean, the show started out with Steve uh, talking into an iPhone. And now, <laughs> and now he has a supercomputer, uh, kind of like the one that West used on Time Force. You nice. know, and, and, a, and a microphone and stuff like that. But yeah, so once again, I just wanted to take time out to kind of like give you guys the thanks because this podcast, believe it or not, this is going to be our fourth show and it's blowing up. The numbers are actually going uh, up every single time I look at it. I'm I'm a stats nerd yeah. and, and we're grateful really for that. We're for super sure. grateful. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so um, that, that just means that one day uh, soon in the future, uh, I don't know how far into the future, maybe the year 3000. Uh, we're gonna Jason, Jason's gonna have to one day start his own and like give his stories in the back end. Like there's so much, so much. This is the Wild Wild West. And I told this to Steve yeah. before. YouTube is oversaturated right now. Live streaming and podcasting together is the future, and it's and it's really making waves. But anyway, let's continue here with Jason. Um, so how did you get involved with with uh did they call you and say, Hey, this is um this is Legend of the White Dragon. Did you automatically say, okay, I'm going to jump into this? And I, I think I saw a uh, Kickstarter before this one, right? Were you part of that original Kickstarter as well? I was. Um, you know, the truth is, is that JDF called me and said, hey, man, we, uh, we're going to do a project and we just want to have your act. We want to have your, whoops, sorry. We want to have your, we want to have you there as an actor. Um, and can you be available like next week? And I was like, <laughs> what uh so i said yeah i mean it was a one day i was able to arrange my schedule we went and did the kickstarter i didn't know anything about what was going on to be totally honest wow. i was there sight and scene they yeah. did the kickstarter it it um it didn't make it um the the times were too short it was uh i think they asked for too much i forget what happened but it didn't make it and in the world of kickstarter as you may or may not know if you don't hit the gold then the money goes back down in the sand and nobody nothing happens so they kind of retooled and redid some things. There was a little bit of a change um, that who was involved and then they retooled up and then uh, we were going to go forward with it. Then the pandemic hit and then we weren't sure whether we, it was a, the proper time to do it, but we pressed on and it, it worked out good. It so wait a second. I, I'm reading something here. I don't know if this is actually him, but uh, Kaji Tushin, did I say that right? Says this is JDF and you have seven days, Monkas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, if, if that's really him I'm talking about seven days. Are you starting filming in seven days? Is this true? Or is this just, no. Oh, okay. Just making sure I'm like, yeah. what the heck? Oh, you somebody, know, like... there's somebody on Twitch that's chiming in. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's trying to say he's JDF. Oh, okay. He was on the phone. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? He has seven days. Uh. This is, Jason's expression is like, what? Seven days. Yeah. I, I can't even lift my left arm right now. So I just hope nothing happens. So you want to, before we, uh, before we get into the, uh, yeah, the, you're injured right now, right? Yeah. So what happened, man? Like, you know, you said, uh, uh behind closed curtains here, you said that you can't even move your arm. Yeah, I, uh, I I had a torn rotator cuff and a torn bicep, um, oh. and it was causing me to wake up at four or five in the morning. I couldn't work out. Um, 
so once the pandemic hit and everybody was stuck at home, um, I was able to kind of get there towards the first in line to get to get the surgery done. I figured now's the time. Um, rotator cuff surgery, if you're not familiar with it, you can't, your arm is immobilized. I mean, I have to be in a sling for six weeks. And for six weeks from the beginning, it's like someone's bear hugging you and you can't move your arm. It's just, it's dead. It, it, it's dead. Um, mm. And you can't, you, you can't sleep laying down. You got to sleep sitting up, which is like sleeping on oh, a plane every night. That's the worst. It's the worst. It's, oh, it's been man. a tough five weeks. So, and every three, four hours, you wake up to take pain meds because the shoulder's a very, yeah. very intricate thing. It's not like your knee where you can just lay down and get it done. So um, it's a six weeks in a sling. I can't lift anything more than a cell phone on my left arm for three months. Wow. So I still got two more months of, of, of not even be able to lift a plate. Um, well, luckily, luckily Font can lift his cell phone because he needs to be able to, 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 to talk to uh, everybody here. (laughs) So goodness for that. Yeah. So now he's able to take as many selfies as possible, you know? So So can you explain your character for us in, uh, Legend of the White Dragon? I'm going to put a picture up of you now while you're actually, I actually, Alex, I don't think he's allowed to talk about that really right now. So, um, I think he's probably to the extent that he's, he's brought like what he's allowed to say, I think, because uh, the whole script is sort of like a secret in a sense. Right. Yep. Right. Jay? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, and- so you can't really like they, they they put together this little trailer that they filmed to kind of tease people and get them excited about what the potential could be. But, you know, there's a lot that's still going to be shifted around and changing and stuff. So, you know, I don't think he could speak to that. I mean, oh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's right. No, yeah. you're right. They're, they're, once they once we um, realized what the, what the dollars were that's going to determine what kind of a script it is. But um, again, it's, 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 like I said, it's its own individual property. It's its own IP, but these are people who had powers. They're lost and they're trying to get them back to fight evil. So the particulars of the character um, they're creating it. And I, I, I would tell you that I don't even know what that is just yet. Got it. Got it. Well, we could use it. We could use a team like that right nowadays. huh? (laughs) Yes, we could. It's not far off in the the far off future at this point, it seems like. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nah, man, that's awesome. Well, listen, uh, we're very happy to to see you um, be part of something like this. This ginormous. You're you're definitely out there. Besides Legend of the White Dragon, um, what else do you do? Uh, Are you still in the acting scene? Do you I mean, uh, we haven't really even touched upon like what? what you keep yourself busy with, right? Besides the cons. You know what? Yeah, I've got really a promising situation here. There's two things coming out. There's a movie that I did. I filmed, uh, I spent two weeks in the Caribbean filming called Honeymoon in Paradise. Um, And that's a show that kind of goes into the the backdrop of what um, reality show producers will do to elicit real emotions in their, in the actors. So um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's about it. Like kind of like a bachelor dating show where a couple that dated years and years ago, find themselves both surprisingly on the same show, even though you're not allowed to know the people around there and they re fall in love despite the producers trying to push everybody apart. So honeymoon in paradise is a rom-com. Hopefully that comes out later this year. That's pretty cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. And then, um, and then I did a a pilot uh, in Buffalo called for nothing. Uh, There's a six part book called for nothing on Amazon and they adapted the screenplay and it's the relationship between the Buffalo and the New York mafia. Um, the, the, the easy sell of it is it's like the next Sopranos, but it talks about the relationship between the Buffalo and New York Mafia where something goes down, which puts them at war with each other. Um, so that's a mafia. So they that trailer for that should be out soon. It stars Michael Madsen, um, Daniel Baldwin, myself, uh, Eve Morrow. There's a lot of great, great actors in that. But nice. Michael Madsen leads the way with that one. And that I like Michael Madsen. He's one of my favorite actors, too, you know. I always yeah. tried to emulate him because I always thought he was so so cool, especially in Reservoir Dogs, you know, just how yeah. sinister he was, you know, um, but with like not being sinister, you know what I mean? Like without yeah. like he was like very nonchalant about the fact that he was an asshole, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Thought, that's very interesting dynamic. So I always thought he was a very good actor. That's cool, man. Tell him it I said cool. hi. <laughs> I will. Yeah, it was a, it was cool to be in the same same scene with him and Daniel Baldwin and this the stories that these guys tell. It's crazy when you when you hear all the stories, especially back in the eighties and nineties in Hollywood. But um, hopefully that place finds a home at Netflix or or somewhere. We'll, we'll we'll know maybe in the next month or two. And if that happens, they'll be filming full time in Buffalo, which will be will be interesting. 
Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm out here in the East Coast, and um, I mean, we're like, the the bands have been lifted here. Like, we're able to go out and, and hang out. You're able to have big, you know, groups of people out in different locations, outside dining and all that stuff. So it's just a matter of time before everything just like, kind of just calms down and everybody's able to meet face to face again you know like uh, yeah how has this impacted you personally uh you mean the pandemic stuff yeah i mean are you um obviously uh i think steve mentioned that you have a uh you do financial work like you're your financial advisor so you're very handy with that stuff is that something that you're still able to do while this whole thing was going on yeah it, it, you know it's it's the best move i ever made so once once uh, Power Rangers ended for me, and like I said, 9-11 hit, there was a writer's strike. I kind of you know, struggled to, to find new work for the next year, year and a half. And I thought, you know, this is crazy. I'm sitting here waiting for the phone to ring. Um, I had my education. I graduated from North Carolina, Asheville. And I thought, you know, what else could I do so I can really embark on a new career and not wait for the phone to ring? Um, so that, that's what happened. I, I became a financial planner 16 years ago. Wow. And I, I created a, a really nice book of business, um, created, you know, a whole entire client base. And what's great about it is that the way that my work is, if I went, a lot of my guys at the firm may disappear to go golfing for a day. So if I go filming for a day or two, it doesn't affect anything. Cause I can work from my laptop anywhere. Um, so yeah, I've been a certified financial planner for over 16 years now. That's amazing. By the way, uh, we got a couple of people here. Official Camdis says, uh, congratulations, Jason. Uh, there's people taking notes and sitting there about what's coming out to kind of follow along. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Thank there's you. People yeah. that say, I'm taking, well, you know what, speaking of that, like maybe, you know, if people are taking notes on stuff, you know, obviously lots of people out of work, you know, sometimes it's not just feasible, you know, to, to put together a financial portfolio and stuff like that. But what kind of advice, if any, do you have for people just, you know, that are struggling right now? And, in, you know, when it comes to money, cause everybody's money's tight for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's the highest amount of people unemployed since, since the depression, you know, 40 million yeah. people out of work. That's crazy. So, um, I don't know, like, I mean, maybe you can't speak to that. I don't know, but if you could maybe say something to people at all, I don't know. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that the younger generation, there's there's three things I tell people. One is that every six, seven years, we have some sort of a market correction. 2001, 9-11 happened. 2008 was the banking crisis. And then we've gone through a 12-year run of an upward trend. Um, and here in 2020, now we've got the, 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 you know, the corona stuff, which the market's already bounced back. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Unemployment's just dropped down to 20 million. The Dow's up to over 27,000 again. So we bounced back quick. Um, but every every six, seven years, you see this stuff. So you can never overreact to these things. You have to just make sure you keep putting these dollars away. And you got to just blaze through it because everything goes back up. Right. Um, and that's what I tell people. But secondly, the younger generation has to remember, they could theoretically spend more years in retirement than actually working. Okay. So if you start seriously working at 25, 30 you work for 30 years, the next generation might be retired for 35, 40 years. So you've got to plan because you might spend more years in retirement than actually working. Yeah. People are living sure a lot longer now. A know. lot longer. And, and people keep you alive. So it's going to be a drain on the system. You don't want to rely on the government and social security. So you've got to do the work now because you may have many, and you can't just go get a bartending job at 75. Right. So <laughs> are you sure I mean, yeah. about that? I mean, yeah. Steve, Steve and I could do that right now. We were in a pinch. We could go somewhere and figure something out, but, but, but you can't do that when you're elderly. And, and the second right. thing is when you start up a plan, a lot of the third thing is the final thing is that people think when you sit down with somebody, you've got to walk in the door 20 grand or 50 grand to start investing. No, you can, you can call up a lot of places and you start putting away hundred bucks a month, 50 bucks a month. You can do that. There's a lot of fun families that allow you to do it. So you can just get going on it and you got right. to start early. And, and also, even if, you know, just whatever, for whatever reason, you're not in a position to meet with a financial advisor and get something like that going, you know, you can just set up a savings account and just put a little bit of money in there and then forget that it's there. And every week or anytime you get a little bit of money, just take a small portion of that and put it aside. And before you know it, you have all kinds of money saved up, you know, so it's yep. uh, it adds up. It really does, you know, so um you know, I, 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 I can attest to like how important that is. So uh, I appreciate you kind of giving people some advice on that, Jay, because sure. 
you know, like a lot of people are wondering, God, you know, what, what am I going to do? What can I do? You know? Um, and you know, maybe for this particular one, there might not, you know, you might not be able to do anything now, but it's going to bounce back. And when it bounces back, let all of this be a lesson for you that in the future, you need to have some time to come to something put away, you know, for when this creeps back up again in some form or another, which I have no doubt it probably will, you know, um, because I feel like it's around now, like the flu, at least until they find they find a real cure for the vaccination and stuff, you know. So, Jason, a lot of a lot of the time um, of this, this uh, this type of advice goes uh, on to death's ear because teachers, a lot of like high school students or anybody in college does like even here on the chat, they don't get that type of advice. Right. Like we, we don't get taught at an early age what it means to save money and invest and whatnot. So really quickly, man, just to kind of like educate a little bit, all of us a little bit, a little bit more. How do you feel about the um, real estate market, right? So, like, let's say buying a house down south where it's really cheap right now to, like, buy and invest in, you know, on land. Is that something that we should look forward to even through the pandemic as, as we're moving out of it? Well, you have to remember two things, that your home is where you live. It's not, a, it's not an investment, right? So wherever you live, we find that a lot of our clients now, they live in their home, they die in their home, it goes to the kids. Your second home is an investment, right? Yes. So if you were to buy a house, that's where you live. That's where you're going to spend your days. And then, of course, getting a second place is always good. They're slow-moving assets. It takes a long time. Um, but, but yeah, I always tell people, if you can get a duplex or something like that and start creating cash flow, it's always a good way. Is part of your financial game plan. You still need cash in retirement. But real estate should be a part of every, every financial portfolio. Nice. And man. if all else fails, just do a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That easy. You know, just go be in a movie. It's that simple. Yeah, you know? or it's that simple. <laughs> get get your name on get your get one character uh with two different names like he has and and you'll do really well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, really, really quick, we want to do something fun here really quick for you guys while you're watching and listening and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I feel like we beat and switched to the audience. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about all kinds of geek stuff. And then we started hitting them with the financial stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> so um I have I have five questions here. That Uh-oh. are based on um on pop culture trivia, right? These are five simple questions. You guys can probably these. these are these are things that she's are happening. Oh, we're doing the pop culture trivia. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. These are Uh-oh. these are things Uh-oh. that are happening right now. So, like, I don't know. Wow. If you guys should definitely. <laughs> God, you know yeah. I mean? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. I gotta go it. back twenty years for my pop culture. I don't know. So we'll give I might, it a shot. I might add an extra bonus one here that I just saw, you know, with with, uh, with Forbes being thrown in. All right, Jason okay, might know this okay, one. fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. This is that the fantastic duo show today. Today it's the fantastic three. Fantastic duo. Fantastic the duo. Fantastic trio. We will uh, we will battle for bragging rights, I guess, to see who's the better trivia one for this one and you know guys like i said we're going to be doing these shows twice a week so i'm quite sure we'll have font back many 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 times um it's such an awesome guest thank you for coming by the way to appreciate that brother and being part of us help supporting us as well too that's awesome that being said i'm about to whoop your ass on maybe (laughs) not (laughs) we'll try let's get let's do it so it's five five or six simple questions this is all like things that are happening right now somebody keep score in the chat room for this all right are you ready guys all right. Oh, so do, here, what, what, wait, wait. Sorry. What do we do? Do we just shout out the answer if we know whoever no, shouts it out? First? I think. I think. Well, we can't say raise your hand. So <laughs> let's not do that. Um, I don't even know. Like, so I guess. Somebody... I, well, whoever buzzes in first, we'll go yes. buzz. Somebody say okay. buzz. 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 Yeah, there yeah, we buzz. go. Okay. We'll do it. Buzz. In the future, we'll get a. We'll get some. We're gonna we'll have get to a get a buzzer. Yeah. We're gonna have to send <laughs> yeah. buttons out to our guests. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Go All for right, it. Here we go. So, all right. Very simple, guys. Buzz. You. I'm just kidding. You know these guys. They're everywhere. What are the names of Kanye West and King Kardashian's kids? Ah, Buzz. Go ahead. Northwest and oh gosh, can I, can I don't I, know. I, I knew I, Northwest, I, but I, I don't know. Is the other one I, West can I, West? Can I give him West, a, West a hint? Y'all. Can I give him a hint? I I South. think. Okay, that's that's no, not south. It starts with an S, though. It's not southwest. <laughs> not southwest. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I I, don't, I think weren't you born and raised here, uh, oh. Jason? No, or you live there in Southern in this... California, SoCal West? No, Chicago. Okay, Illinois. there you go. There you go. You got north. You got Chicago, and there's two more kids. Oh, Midwest. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Chicago's the name of one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. my God! I can't. But okay, well, you, just well, you just, know, I'm go. gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to. Is it Chicago. southeast? No. Oh my God! You are hilarious, though. <laughs> I didn't know Chicago. That's crazy. What What are the other ones? So it's Saint 
and Psalm. You know, like P S A L M. I said that right, right? Like that, that's Psalm their name, Saint West and Psalm. Oh, okay. North See, Saint kind of... Chicago and Psalm. Yeah. Well, oh, he got wow. two. Okay. So point point goes to Jason because he got two of them. Uh, well, he got the point anyway. I mean, <laughs> I, he buzzed in first, and I, I, he had one answer. I only had the same. Northwest answer, so Chicago. Crazy. These people are. Oh God, it's gonna get bad in the chat room here. Wow, in a second. that's oh crazy. my God. Okay, cool. Let's All go right. to the next one because we only got like five minutes left. So yeah, question number two: What is Joe Exotics, uh, aka the Tiger King's real name? Did you watch this? Uh, this documentary. I did oh. watch it. I can't even oh. buzz in on this because I have I never saw the Tiger King. Everybody oh. kept saying watch it, and I just refused I to watch it. it. But I, I forgot Joseph I Joseph forgot. Passage. Joseph Passage. That is his name. Oh. Joseph Passage. That's yeah. a good question. Joseph Passage. Okay. All right. Do you guys? Uh. Okay. Here. How many kids does Angelina Jolie have? Buzz. Ooh, you guys came in at the same time. Oh. Buzz. Man. Okay. <laughs> Go, ahead. Um, Go ahead, Steve. Take it. That, but uh, if he doesn't get it, I can get it, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. say seven. Yeah. Oof. No. Jason. Okay, nope. go ahead, Jace. It's one, two, three. Are you looking it up? He's six. looking it up right now. <laughs> no, no. Six. Six is right. Six. Yeah. So that's six. two points oh, okay. for Jason. I hate, I hate all of you. He was looking Jason. at his phone. He was like this. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. my phone is what I'm on right now. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's on his phone. <laughs> yeah, too. Okay. I'll give that to you. Jason okay. should know this one. I'm sorry, Steve. But who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire ever in 2019? How is this pop culture trivia, by the way? <laughs> because General trivia. They're pop I thought culture. we were supposed to do pop culture. That's not pop culture. Forbes 500 is definitely not pop culture. Font, go ahead, Buzz. I have no idea. I'm a little bit disappointed I, I, I in this know, pop culture I trivia. Say, I want to say Elon Musk. No, it was Kylie Jenner. See, she's part of <laughs> pop culture. That's why this old, That's why that question's wow. on here. Okay, you oh know what? My okay, here we go. Steve, you might get this one. Which? I give up. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Who does Michael Scott hit with company property on the in the office? You guys Buzz. watch the office? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Dwight. Dwight? No, wrong. I don't know oh, because Steve, I don't know Steve. all the characters' names. <laughs> it was it was Meredith. It was Meredith. Oh, Meredith. Oh, oh okay. Okay, all uh, right. Steve, you gotta know that if you don't buzz now, which actor voiced both Darth Vader and the Lion King's Mustafa? Buzz. buzz. Okay, go ahead. I said it for as who is James Earl Jones? There we go. Who is? So, who is, who is? <laughs> I know I did it like Jeopardy. Oh man. So yeah, it's, that, it's two I, to yeah, one. Sorry, we got, I we got like up. two more questions left here. All right, here we go. Um. Okay, you guys got to know this because this is our generation. How many Harry Potter books and movies are there? Seven. Buzz. Buzz. Whoa! What? Oh, he buzzed first. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Jace. You, I, you buzzed I first. Gonna, I was gonna say six. I won't take your answer, but I... Go ahead. I. Go ahead. Six. What's the answer? Six. No. Six. Uh, nope. Okay. So Steve, you get to pick here. Oh, I got it's seven. Okay. And how many movies? Three. Eight movies. Eight Which, movies. Oh my god! On the on point. Yeah. Because there was really? Deathly Hallows one and Deathly Hallows two, which were part of the same book, which is book number seven. And this is all I know about Harry Potter, by the way. Does know nothing else? <laughs> don't even ask me. You I don't. Got, you got a little. With, I don't know the difference between Gandalf and Dumbledore. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is for the tiebreaker and the winner. I'm gonna go slow here. Which Avenger, other than Captain America? Was able to pick up Thor's hammer. Buzz. Oh, God. You said it. <laughs> you said it besides Captain America. Oh, let's see. I don't know. I can't remember her, her name. It was. Uh, oh, Buzz. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. No. Vision. Vision. Oh, Vision. Oh, I forgot I about that. Vision. I didn't know that. All right, here, another tiebreaker. Who wrote? No, you guys aren't going to know this. Is it tiebreaker? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, no, you're not going to. No. Thank you. Thank you for automatically knowing he's that like, we're not going to know this. don't know anything. They're just <laughs> well, the ones on screen. Well, it was horrible. It was, it was literally going to be who wrote the Twilight books. Yeah, I'm you're right. I don't know that. I don't know either. Yeah. I saw he's, all the You're going to have to dumb down ours to like, Give us the name of one person in the Marvel movie. So we can <laughs> yeah. say like Thor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right I'm no, get... we could go a little harder than that, but you understand we're not like. No, I know you guys are good. I'm just trying to make sure that I, I pick one here. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, 
What you guys ever watch Seinfeld? Oh yeah. yes. Okay, okay go here, ahead. Here we go. What is Kramer's first name in Seinfeld? But Buzz. Cosmo. I said Buzz first, and it is Cosmo. Bing, ah! bing, bing, the winner of the Sorry. first ever <laughs> fantastic duo. We are the champions, Good job, my buddy. Good job. All right, cool. So, wow, that took us right up to the end of the show, huh? Literally, yeah, that was great. Wow, that was awesome, man. Well, um, this has been great, guys. I'm really happy that our first you know, live uh, show went so well. And uh, we really got to thank our guest, Jason Font. Um, like I said, very good friend of mine. Awesome, awesome guy. Like, you know, just one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. So I really got to say thank you to, for taking time out of your day, um, even though you're injured and stuff and hurt, to, to, to spend some time with us and laugh with us a little bit, man. We really of appreciate course. it. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, again, thank you to all of our Twitch people who've been showing all kinds of love right here. This is incredible. Um, I just I couldn't have asked for anything more. Alex and I both, we really appreciate it. So. Hey guys, I, I've got a really amazing Time Force T-shirt I can autograph, and I'll throw that into the uh, oh, to the, the pot for your followers. Awesome! Um, and I can have that's the one that yeah, the new Time Force shirts I've got, so I can send it out your way, Steve. Signed, and then you can give it to someone that's following. I would love that, man. That's so that's so generous of you. Thank you, Mr. Font. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So before we let go, uh, Mr. Font here, uh, uh, we want to let you guys know a couple things here don't forget about the patreon you can find us on patreon.com backslash fantastic duel that's where you're going to be able to be part of absolutely all of our amazing prices like the time force t-shirt that uh font eloquently just said he's going to give away by the way which he wore during his workout so it's all sweet perfect <laughs> and ready to go um, well hey some people might be into that right yeah um, you guys can always share here the uh, the Twitch with all of your followers and friends to make sure like we continue to build this together as a family. Uh, Jason, where can people follow you and all of your work at? You know, uh, Instagram is where I'm the most available, and I do look at that and try and answer back everybody. Uh, and that's just at Jason Font. Uh, Twitter is at the Jason Font, and Facebook is the Jason Font fan site. But Instagram is where I want to push everybody. And um, I do go on there after I post something, try and reply back to pretty much everyone's if I can. Yes, guys. So follow the font online, please. And Steve, <laughs> uh, you want to give us your well wishes and your everybody can, can find me uh, pretty much on Instagram or Twitter. It's all Steve Cardenas PR. So uh, find us there. Yeah, and or find can, me there anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, now on the Fantastic Duo Show as well. Yeah, you could also follow the Fantastic Duo Show uh, Instagram, where you could find absolutely everything and upcoming people. Which I just way, followed you guys today. Thank Holla. you. So don't forget Holla. that this Thursday we're going to be right back here again with Austin St. John, one of Woo. the uh, maybe oldest Power Rangers ever to ever, <laughs> to ever go on the oldest. You, like, he's on Walker right now. He's a, yeah, he's got yeah. a great beard and he's Walker, one of the oldest. No, one of the earliest, earliest power yeah so you guys yeah. can follow me you guys can follow me alexis cardoza um if you want to but the fantastic duo shows where uh we're doing all the hard work once again jason thank you very much i appreciate you for being on here with course, us and guys. being our very first twitch guest awesome thank and, you and just like that he just said goodbye and ended his oh i know i did yeah. I, I got still a phone on. call he, and it's shoved he, off i got a phone he call died out for off. a second but uh, uh but with that being said we will let everybody go thank you guys and join us again in a couple days on thursday same time and we'll be here with us in st john so may the power protect you guys morph up and stay safe out there later guys <laughs>